Ladies and gentlemen, the ladders are on the roof and ready to go. The three of us are taking that elevator straight to the top and grabbing that damn briefcase. I'm Chris the Heat Matthews. He's Garrett G. Money Mun. And finally, he's the real Monday Night Messiah. He's the Tennessee Jesus, Carl Crossland. And you're listening to episode 41 of the motherfucking Wrestle Geddon podcast. I love you, mama. Oh, yeah. You, WCW, smash those live wrestlers. What you gonna do, brother? New WWF figures got the power. Dad, is my turn yet? It's only been ten minutes. It's been four hours. What's up with that? Oh, my God! Hey, yo. Oh man, kind of, kind of had some. Just felt like ad libbing in there a little bit. So. I like it. <laughs> I like it. And Carl loves his mama, like Mister T. Mister T loved his mama. Carl loves his mama. <laughs> we awesome. Like uh, <laughs> Bag- Bag- Judy Bagwell. <laughs> We're having a Judy Bagwell on a pole match. I'm say uh, Shelton Benjamin loved his mama for a little while. His fake mama. Oh, Shelton Benjamin's mama. His fake mama. Yeah. And we also have to make sure we give our shout out to Black Grannies everywhere. Yep. Shout out to Black yeah, Grannies. Black <laughs> All right. On that note, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Russell Getting Pod with two D's. Twitter at Russell Getting. 1D because we all know Twitter can't handle 2Ds. Yeah. Same time. <laughs> Twitter is not the DP porn star. Uh, you can also like the Facebook page at facebook.com slash pod to stay up to date on all the happenings with the show. Any questions, comments, concerns, hate mail can be sent to askrustlegeddon at gmail.com. Um. Yeah. Oh, anything else going on? Um, not that I know of. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know uh, who can handle two uh, Ds though is uh, the girl that Earl uh. Thomas and his uh, brother was sleeping with. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know what, you know what, Chris? I need to take. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I, I need can to take time TVs. out, you know, and make us a video when we start <laughs> off the show that says, "Attention, all WrestleGeddon podcast listeners, please be sure that you know this is rated eighteen and up. Please feel free to know there will probably be dicks thrown in and some sentence throughout the show." <laughs> And us talking about Sonny's uh, friend, only friend. No, uh, <laughs> only friends. <laughs> because only her friends. Because only her um, friends watch her only fans. Sonny's only fans. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. So I'm trying to get her to sponsor our podcast. Uh, no, I was saying uh, Earl Thomas. Uh, <laughs> He's a uh, free safety uh, for the Baltimore Ravens, 
and he was in the news uh, this week because his girlfriend or fiance yeah. had him at gunpoint, and she had to talk down uh, by police. And the reason why she had him at gunpoint is because him and his brother uh, were, was running a train <laughs> on the girl. <laughs> uh, oh wow! <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> All right. Alrighty. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So on that note, let's um, <laughs> let's jump into the news. Well, hotline fans, I have got a hotline rumor for you. The number? What's the number? Let me call the number. In the Hulkster's hotline, you may do so by dialing one nine hundred forty five four Hulk. Let's keep this train rolling here. There's a, a new show coming to A&E, uh, which is called The Quest for Lost WWE Treasures. A uh, little synopsis that they had for it uh, says that throughout history, WWE's action-packed storylines have spawned iconic one-of-a-kind memorabilia, most of which is lost in attics, hidden in boxes, or even claimed by competitors. Guided by Stephanie McMahon and Paul Levesque, the series will unearth these rare items in the hopes of preserving and sharing the legacy behind the memorable moments in WWE history. Episodes will feature exclusive WWE footage as well as unprecedented access to the WWE archives, which holds more than 10,000 rarities, including Andre the Giant's custom boots, Vince McMahon's event-filled Corvette, Undertaker's caskets, and more. So over the course of 10 one-hour episodes, WWE superstars and legends will give viewers a unique look into WWE history as they seek out missing treasures that have left a lasting mark on pop culture. Well, I think it's so what do you guys awesome. think about this? Uh, uh, they need to have an episode where uh, Hulk Hogan like, uh, explains to me why he thought it was hot. That's all I need. That's all I need. He needs to explain <laughs> why it was hot. <laughs> why he thought it was going to be hot. <laughs> it's not even hot I think I really need to just cut that sound the the Hogan saying it's not even hot and just just have it on hand for this I know it's so fucking funny it's like every week on Smackdown too I guess they're showing uh, Wrestlemania 3 on uh, FS1 on Tuesday so he was like Brad. He was on there with J- Jimmy Hart doing some shit about it. And that's all I thought about. It's like I don't care. I was like I don't care about WrestleMania three. It's not even hot. It's not even hot. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh, so what do you think about uh, that show, Carl? I think it'd be cool um, if they actually find like real memorabilia. Now. WWE just kept they go like places. Uh, what's the American Pickers? The old guys that like been in like a church and stuff. Yeah, American Pickers, uh, Toy Hunter, a lock of Jared's hair, something. Let me get his haircut, that match or something crazy like that. Yep. Carl, you sound like a robot. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah, you're better now. <laughs> better now? Sorry. 
<laughs> yeah, I said I like robots. Oh, awesome. <laughs> All right. I think, like Carl was saying, um, I'm hoping it's not like one of those like planet shows like American Pickers and stuff like that, but I'm more interested in the you know the access to the the WWE archives. Like I want to see some of the stuff that they have in there. Like they really could just make an entire like a, a whole freaking series of just what they have inside the archives. Yep. That's freaking insane. So I mean, it'd be cool if they did like a museum. Uh, but freaking that would be cool. They're actually the uh, one of the museums here in North Carolina, um, the uh, the town where Andre the Giant's family ranch is, actually has a museum. Um, has a part of the museum that's actually dedicated to Andre the Giant. So it's got like his singlets and his boots and like a bunch of other stuff in there. So, yeah. Venture out that way. Yep. Once uh, you know quarantine ends and we can go places again. <laughs> That would be fun. Super fun. Uh, let's see. That's on the only that was the only WWE news this week was that um we got a bit of good news from NWA. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Uh Superpower will finally air on May 12th. So this coming Tuesday we're finally getting the uh Superpower episode um which will feature um Marty Scurll and um Brody King taking on Nick Aldis and Tom yeah. Latimer. Super excited about yeah. that. Yeah, should be good. Finally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Um. Uh, let's see. New Japan Pro Wrestling has announced that the Best of Super Junior 27 tour has been canceled. Uh, they also canceled another one of their tours as well. Um, so it looks like New Japan probably won't be touring for, I would, I'll probably say, the rest of the year. Um, but hopefully we get Wrestle Kingdom in January. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy. Uh, let's see. Video game news. Uh, apparently EA Sports is looking for an assistant producer, specifically uh, with say, WWE uh, Knowledge. So, uh, jeez, know, right? <laughs> so, uh, what does this spell for 2K? Is this mean maybe WWE is interested in shopping around, um, their uh, video game franchise to another producer, or is EA producing an AEW game? And is looking for Maybe. someone that previously worked on a WWE game. I think game. the AEW game sounds more likely. But who knows? Mm-hmm. Or maybe it, I think so, too. Cause maybe it's an NWA game. An NWA game? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that one's going to happen. But. I don't know, man. But there is a uh, video game coming out. There is a game coming out that does feature some NWA stuff, which is the um, uh, Retro Fest, which has Nick Aldis and the NWA television studio and a, a story arc where you actually fight for the uh, 10 pounds of gold. So, Ooh, baby. You, uh, challenge Nick Aldis for Sweet Charlotte. I'm telling you, dude, if, if, if NWA came out with a game 
and they like uh, put it in, like a like a co album, Smashing album. That would be like pretty awesome. So you get like a game, and then Smashing Pumpkins album. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the entire soundtrack would be smashing pumpkins. <laughs> oh man. All right, so that's going to wrap up our wrestling news for that. Um we do have a little bit of figure news and our points of articulation. These are dolls and they're certainly not teddy bears. WCW Power Slam Wrestlers figures and rings sold separately. Uh, let's see. AW Santana shared an image of his face scan for his upcoming um, Wicked Cool Toys figure, which actually looked pretty cool. So pretty psyched about that one. That AW line is going to be fire when that hits in August. The A-W shitty A-W thing is, uh, it's still coming out in August. I mean, at least that's ringside. I said if AEW is still around. What was that, Carl? <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. at least we'll get the first series. It's already been produced. <laughs> at least series one and series two. But um, Ringside still has them slated to ship in August. So hopefully that's still the case. And they're supposed to hit Walmart August 1st. So oh, even more yep. stuff my fault. My wallet is hating me for. So. A little bit. I do need to bubbly. pre-order that a little bit of the bubbly Ringside exclusive, though. Uh, let's see Figures Toy Company um, Ring of Honor showed off Kenny King's new figure actually looked pretty cool one of the better face scans um, especially compared to the Chris Candido they showed off last week so, that looks pretty cool I can't get invested in these Figures Toy Company figures so I really don't want to pay $25 for a Ruthless Aggression era figure where half of them look like shit so yeah can't do it But uh, last bit of figure news, the Target exclusive WWE Legend Series 7 goes up for pre-order on Target.com this Sunday. It's May 10th, Mother's Day. So uh, go ahead and pre-order your mom that new Razor Ramon (laughs) figure. Right. Best Mother's Day is gift other. (laughs) You know, uh, speaking of... Speaking of uh, toys, you know something that WWE never did, which they should have done during the Attitude Era, as they should have come out with. Uh, yeah, 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 Delta. <laughs> Could you imagine like the Rock Delta with like sadburn and like, have, like a, a, a animation been like, I'm gonna turn this some bitch sideways and stick it straight up your head. <laughs> 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 Are the stone closed? That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the awesome one. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> and then the big show could be like a like a fourteen inch one and it plays the big show's music. It's big show. <laughs> 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 I 
Oh man, I mean, they made condoms for Christ's sake. Like, I'm surprised they didn't go down that Instead route. Of, uh, so. Big Show's being a dildo would be a rubber fist. Sorry, <laughs> 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 right, Becca, how's it going again? <laughs> man. Okay. All right. So, uh, speaking of bullets, <laughs> uh, this week we celebrated seven years of the Bullet Club. So, um, I want to talk a little bit about that. Uh, Bullet Club, if you're not familiar, which I don't know how you can't cannot be familiar with the Bullet Club, uh, was actually created in 2013 by Prince DeVitt. Um, which better known as Finn Balor, uh, Carl Anderson, Bad Luck Fale, and Tama Tonga. Um, the impact Bullet Club had on the industry. Like, obviously, from, like, creating new worldwide stars like Marty Skrull, Adam Cole, obviously Finn Balor, Gorillas of Destiny, The Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Adam Page, um, you know, revitalizing careers for AJ Styles, Gallows, even Cody, um, after his post WWE run, Carl had just dropped off. Uh, hopefully, he will be back soon. Um, and the form to the formation of AEW. So, and I don't think a lot of people realize that Bowl Club is still around. I don't think a lot of people really watch. I don't think a whole lot of people actually watch New Japan. And Jesus is back. Yeah, especially since we don't have like the crossover stuff anymore with a lot with New Japan and Ring of Honor, especially with the Bullet Club. Um, like occasionally we'll see like Gorillas of Destiny or you know Jay White bounce back and forth between Japan and Ring of Honor, but uh, really hasn't been that much of it since um like Wrestle Kingdom and uh, Worlds Glide stuff like that. So. Uh, Carl, Impact of Bullet Club on the wrestling industry. Uh, what do you think? I mean, I think it would go down in history um, over like the four horsemen or uh, the NWO um, degeneration and stuff like that. Um, pretty elite group of guys. Yes, I definitely agree with that. I mean, speaking of elite, like I mentioned, you know, a lot of these guys who were in the Bullet Club obviously went on to form AEW to kind of start a, you know, quote-unquote revolution in the wrestling industry, which I really haven't seen anything revolutionary from AEW yet. But um, I mean, it is a great alternative to WWE. Matches are entertaining with them. But, um... Like Bullet Club is still going strong, you know. You still have current members with Jay White, um, Tama Tonga, Tamaloa, the Gorillas of Destiny, Bad Luck Fale. So right there, you still have two original members of the Bullet Club with Tama Tonga and Bad Luck Fale. Uh, you got Chase Owens, Kenta. Well, of course, when he was released from WWE, he went back to Japan, ended up joining the Bullet Club. Um, you have Gato, El Fantasmo, Piccolo, which is the younger brother of Tonga and Loa. Uh, Jado, Ishimori, and Takahashi. So I mean, Bolt Club is still still going, which which is awesome. Uh, 
so hopefully we'll get some more. Maybe eventually we'll see uh, Tomatonga and Tomaloa uh, break off from uh, Bullet Club and head somewhere else. But I think that's gonna happen. Not at this point. The other thing too with uh, Gallows and Anderson, Gallows and Anderson, um, their 90-day no Probably. compete comes up. Yeah. You think they go back to Japan? Uh, either, either rejoin Bullet depends Club. Depends on like, probably like the money situation, really. Like whoever can offer him the most money to raise. Because he, I mean, ideally. Yeah. Because if I'm if memory serves correctly, Gallows and Anderson never yeah, got the so. uh, the Bullet Club beat down when they left. Because they, they beat down Styles, because Omega turned on Styles and the Bucks turned on Styles, beat him down. Uh, Balor never got the beat down either. But um, I think Omega, did Omega got beat down too? Yeah, Omega got beat down by, um, I think it was Jay White when he came in. So like, it's pretty much all the Bullet Club leaders when they've left gotten beaten down. Yeah, seven years of the Bullet Club, so still going strong, and hopefully they they remain going strong because there's a lot of talent in the Bullet Club right now. So, all right, and uh, that's going to wrap up our news segments. Um, I'm going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with our uh, getting the ring segment, where we'll talk about last week's SmackDown. Uh, we'll jump into some Raw, some AW, some NXT, and then we will preview Money in the Bank. So stay tuned. We will be right back. What's up, everyone? This is Chris the Heat Matthews, the host of the WrestleGeddon podcast. And I want to tell you about Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast and they give you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. The creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere on places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Watched it to be honest. Then I didn't. Yeah. Didn't get a lot. I didn't I, get time to watch it. I watched an old, uh, old SmackDown. Real Carl didn't watch it, so <laughs> we're good. SmackDown. Old SmackDown. I watched an old SmackDown. Yeah. You watch an old what? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you got a you got robot voice again. In the, uh... In the like first original um, SmackDown, <laughs> like the pilot episode, it was like the debut of the corporate ministry. I didn't remember that until I watched. Like, oh yeah, I remember this now. I thought it was a Raw. No, they did on um, 
um, on the positive. I didn't realize it was SmackDown that they did that. I thought it was Raw they did Good it on. Question. Yeah. Huh. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Some of the standouts. That we was, had uh, That wasn't a standout. Daniel Bryan take on King Corbin. Uh, we had more <laughs> with... Uh, well, compared to some of the other stuff that was on there, so um, Bray Wyatt continued his uh, story time with Braun Strowman. Um, Jeff Hardy actually returns this week, uh, which would be tonight. Uh, Sheamus squashed another jobber, um, and Carmella and Otis both advanced to the Money in the Bank matches this weekend. So, yeah, really nothing, nothing huge there, though. So. Uh, SmackDown's been kind of lackluster anyway. So during this whole like quarantine thing, it's just yeah. And they're kind of they're going down a slope anyway before yeah the, all um, this stuff started. So ever since they really went to box, like they've had like the first like kind of like big set change, and everybody was like the set change, and then after that, it's kind of been lackluster. Yeah, pretty much. Like Tuesday was a better night, honestly. I think they're drawing, they're doing pretty good ratings on USA on Tuesday nights, and then like you don't put something like this on a Friday night, like a typical Friday night. Like your target demographic, like that you're trying to go for, is what like the eighteen to thirty year old males. What are they doing on a Friday night? Not sitting in the house watching wrestling. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Bunch of losers. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yep. To be fair, two thirds of us <laughs> fall outside of that demographic. <laughs> but it's quarantine. Gary can't go anywhere. <laughs> yep. <laughs> At least anywhere fun where there's bitches. Yeah, right. Unless you go to Walmart. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Monday Night Raw, we had a uh, gauntlet match to determine the final place in the Money in the Bank. Um, men's matchup replacing oh Apollo don't, Crews. Don't, don't say his name. Bobby Lashley actually looked pretty good. Don't. Since coming back. Oh, I think so. Anyway. I hey, I'm saying the him and Titus was actually pretty entertaining. So, like, I really I'd want to see a uh, I'd be all not against a uh, a Titus Bobby Lashley little program. So that was pretty good. The solid in ring work between the two of those, but um, the zombie AJ Styles returned. And uh, ended up winning the gauntlet match. So he is taking Apollo Cruz's place in a Money in the Bank ladder match. Uh, Viking Raiders defeated the Street Profits. Uh, Liv Morgan took on Charlotte, which was a really solid matchup. And was probably the best Liv has looked uh, since coming back with her uh, character change. Yeah. Uh, so looking forward to big things for Liv Morgan. Uh, Drew McIntyre took on Buddy Murphy. Um, and, uh, Seth Rollins, you know, come out of nowhere with a super kick. 
um, after he was supposedly left ringside and came back and super kicked McIntyre. So um, that just sets up more for those two for Money in the Bank. Uh, let's see, AEW looks pretty good. Um, Cody took on Joey Janela, which was actually a pretty decent match. I'm Joey not Janelle. a fan of Joey Janela. Uh, Nyla Rose. Were, Joey Janela. What's that? That explains a lot about you two. <laughs> Joey Vanilla. I mean, I like the guy. He's a good wrestler. <laughs> Uh, he's. I'm not saying that he's not a bad wrestler. I'm just not a fan of him. Yeah, yeah. It's like Kip Sabian. Kip Sabian is a great wrestler. I just yeah, can't get invested in him. Fucking Darby. It's Allen. like that goddamn Darby Allen. Fucking bitch. <laughs> oh man. Oh, Nyla Rose finally returns. First time we've seen her in what, like, almost two months. Like she was literally on dynamite the Tuesday after or Wednesday after she won the title and then disappeared. Um, yeah, uh, Moxley took on Kazarian, which was a really good matchup. Surprisingly, yeah, of course, he did. Uh, probably because Kazarian carried most of the match. Then there was a uh, weird segment with uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. After uh, Archer destroyed QT Marshall, um, Brandy somehow got laid out in the ring. I can't remember exactly what happened, but uh, Jake was kind of like laying over her, which was kind of creepy. Yeah. And like had the snake on her. The snake is weird, dude. It's very weird. <laughs> yeah, he, he's a weird dude. But cool as hell, Sorry, but he's a weird man. dude. <laughs> oh. Yeah, cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> uh, the main event, we saw the sex gods, Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara, uh, taking on Kenny Omega and Matt Hardy, uh, which Matt yeah. Hardy had more costume changes in this match than the Britney yeah. Spears show. <laughs> and at one point, they chased on Sammy yes, Guevara in a baseball cart or a golf cart. <laughs> Very entertaining matchup, though. Oh, man. Uh, but prior to AEW, they did launch the weekly ratings or weekly rankings for the um, title matchup. So Cody is ranked number one for the world title. Lance Archer, number two. Kenny Omega, number three. Brody Lee, number four, and Darby Allen, number five. So yes. Cody is the number one contender for a title he cannot challenge for. He can't, can't yeah, challenge for it at sense. all? I thought it was as long as Jericho. Nope. No, it was, um, I guess the stipulation was Cody can never challenge for oh, the world okay. title again if he lost to Jericho. So, yeah, they're continuing with because Jericho um, – when he was on commentary, he made mention of it a couple times when Cody was wrestling that uh, he can't challenge for the world title. Uh, let's see. Women's title, Hikara Shida, still ranked at number one. Um, we got Chris Statliner's number two. The Magic Girl, Yuka Sakazaki, number three. Dr. Britt Baker, number four. 
And number five is the super talented, super charismatic, yep. bestest female wrestler in the world, Riho. <laughs> Kenny Omega's <laughs> wallpaper uh, on his cell phone. Lord. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, tag team title rankings, the Dork Orders, number one, Best Friends, number two, the Young Bucks coming at number three, SCU at four, and the Lucha Bros at number five. So those are your pre-AEW Dynamite weekly rankings. Um, of course, Cody did defeat Joey Janela, so that puts him at like nine and one. So. And Archer is still undefeated. Uh, NXT this week, show open with Johnny Gargano taking on Donovan Dijakovic. Um, a pretty solid opening matchup with uh, Gargano picking up the win. Uh, Tozawa and Kushida moved to 2-0 in the Cruiserweight title tournament. Like, I really think that it's going to be... Uh, I have a feeling we're getting Tozawa and Kushida at this point. Like, it could change, but Kushida's mm. definitely going to the final match. It might Maybe. even be like Kushida and Drake Maverick. Maybe, maybe. Possibly. <laughs> uh, let's see. Charlotte versus Io Shirai. Pretty solid matchup. Um, Rhea Ripley returned to uh, save Io from the, uh, the beatdown that Charlotte was giving her after the match. Uh, we had a segment with Finn Balor and Cameron Grimes. Uh, so we'll see those two wrestle next week. Uh, the main event, Velveteen Dream versus Adam Cole, which wasn't bad. It just kind of got a little ruined. Not ruined, per se, but it kind of got watered down with the uh, Dexter Loomis thing and Undisputed Air on the outside of the ring. So I think it kind of took away a little bit of the momentum that that match had. Um, but the best part of NXT, carrying across and Scarlet's debut. One of the best entrances that I've seen in a while. Did not. <sighs> Carl, did you see that entrance? I, uh, actually, you know, oh. I can't be watching it because I got the WWE Network. I'm about to I don't have cable. <laughs> I don't have cable, but I do have uh, WWE Network. <laughs> but I plan on canceling them uh, after uh, the money in the bank. <laughs> I should give you my Hulu password. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want my Hulu information? (laughs) Because Raw and SmackDown usually end up on Hulu like the next day or so after. But I might have my yeah. They cut out a lot of the bullshit stuff though. I might have my sister. So instead of three hours, Raw's like an hour and a half. <laughs> uh, but it's all good though. Um, all right, so let's get into money in the bank. Money, 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 money. <laughs> all right, so from what we've got as far as talent goes, what WWE is working with doesn't look like a bad card. Um, we got the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match between the New Day 
Ms. Morrison, Lucha House Party, mm-hmm. and the Forgotten Sons. Uh, so uh, uh, New Day, I probably win. You guys got one. I don't like New Day, so I want to go with uh, Lucha House Party. <laughs> uh, I'm going with the New Day. <laughs> you, you. <laughs> I know. Carl picks the one that's team that has no chance of winning this match. A new day is gonna win. <laughs> but if, if I was the booker, <laughs> I would pick Lucha House Party. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm going with the uh, the sleeper here. I'm going with the Forgotten Sons. Well. Uh, let's see. We've got the SmackDown Women's Championship. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Bailey hold versus on. Tamina. We're not even going to pick for this match. Any, Let me say, I love Tamina. I know Bailey's going to win, but I'm going to pick Tamina anyway. Oh. <laughs> 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 I was going to say, like, we're not even picking for this match because if anybody thinks that Tamina is going to win this match, is dumb as hell. <laughs> I'm a Tamina fan, oh, and I know man. Tamina's not winning this match. So... <laughs> <laughs> Bailey all the way. <laughs> unless by unless something like Sasha comes out and screws Bailey over, but I mean, I don't I don't see that happening at all. <laughs> oh man, we got the uh, Universal Championship match: uh, Bray Wyatt versus Braun Strowman. Um, I initially put the fiend on our list up listing, but it's yeah. uh, it's actually Bray Wyatt. Yes, yeah, it's, it's where they Mr. Rogers. No, Lisa Brown because they just gave Brown the title. Yep. Yeah, they kind of to me fucking yeah. over the fiend character. Like, yep. it was like really good when it first came out, but it's like they had him lose to Seth Rollins. Um, yeah, it was done long together. Yeah, I just Yeah, my whole thing with the Fiend is like one, I don't think that he needed a title. Like they shouldn't have put the title on him at all. Is it like his character isn't one that like needs a title belt to to be justified. It's like it's like Jake the Snake Roberts. Jake Roberts never held a title in WWF. But he was one of the best damn heels or face, depending on whatever whatever he was playing at that time. He was one of the best damn wrestlers and one of the best damn yeah. characters that they had during that time frame. He didn't need a title to be over. He was always working with main event talent, everything like that, and he was a draw without a title. And The Fiend could have been the same way, but they decided, hey, let's give him the universal stupid. title and then let's make him a custom title, which was a shitty custom to begin with. So, I mean, I didn't. I don't care that Tom Savini, you know, the Godfather of like horror makeup effects and stuff, designed that mask and designed that title. But hey, like having that type of title was just stupid. Like they really should have just thing, taken that. One more thing that I learned from watching that, that? pilot from the. 
and then I like, even like turn the light back on and be like a woodman. Interesting. He was saying that the that the fiend's red light was stolen. Carl got like every other word in that. Did, like <laughs> blood matches or whatever with red light. That's all I heard. Yep. Oh yeah, the uh, the blood baths and all that. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's WWE. Yep. They like to recycle things all the time, <laughs> like Goldberg. <laughs> oh man, but uh, yeah, if they were like the same like with the title, yeah. they should have just kept the Red Universal title strap and just like destroyed it. Like they did with like the old like the hardcore title, like like the fiend like a busted up version of that that universal title and let Bray have like the new blue strap one. I think that would have been a little cooler for his character since the fiend thrives more on chaos than he does anything or else. Like the, uh, that would have been a good representation of that. One. That would have been cool. Who are we? Like, we don't. You know, killed them thing there, so. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> that would have been cool too. Oh. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got. WWE Championship match: Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins. Yes, I'm looking indeed. forward to this one. It should be a really good matchup. Yeah, I don't see them. Yeah, a, a, see Drew McIntyre retaining over this. Yeah, they like they they change both titles change hands like WrestleMania. I don't see like either one losing like the next, very next pay per view. Um, after well, this, like, like, what's next for for McIntyre? That's my big thing. <laughs> Maybe. Do we get McIntyre versus Gender? Because, <laughs> like, really, what other what other heels are on? On Raw, besides, you know, you've got Andrade. Well, I don't think they're going to move into a position with McIntyre. No. Um, I don't think they're not definitely not going to do it with Austin Theory or Angel Garza. AJ Styles being money in the bank. Like, we'll get something between him and McIntyre later on. Like, that, that's really it, unless they... Like, gender is like the only one that I could think of that they would move into a program with uh, McIntyre after Rollins. Unless they keep him and Rollins going for a while. Which, you know, they like to do that too. <sighs> but yeah, McIntyre retains. Uh, Money in the Bank ladder matches. Uh, first time ever that the Money in the Bank ladder matches will be held inside WWE's corporate headquarters, and both matches will happen simultaneously. Oh, shit. We lost Carl. Oh, Jesus keeps dying on us. So, uh, Money in the Bank men's ladder match participants Daniel Bryan, Otis, Rey Mysterio, King Corbin, AJ Styles, Aleister Black. I can tell you who I don't. Who's taking home the briefcase for the men's Money in the Bank ladder match? No, actually, I wouldn't mind. I would just win it. 
Uh, King Corbin. Otis. <laughs> King Corbin. I don't think we're going to give it to him two years in a row. Thanks, Styles. I know. I, I think Styles is taking that briefly. Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I think I'm going to lean Daniel so. Bryan. Yeah. Going towards Daniel Bryan. I'm taking AJ. Yeah. It's always, it's the last few years, it's always been a heel that's won the briefcase. And see, that's the thing. It's going to go into Shayna Baszler when she wins this one. And it's always been a face champion. Can't have two heels. You can't, I'm not going to have two heels matches, man. Come on. I'm talking about two heels. Yeah. Yeah, well. This year, there's two simultaneous ones. That's what happened last year. Hell, hell, wait, hey, wait, wait, hold on a minute. What could happen <laughs> is Shayna Baszler can well, win this her for the women's match, the Dana Brooke. and Nia Jax goes, well, I'll just take this other one, and then they'll both win. Knowing her, <laughs> that's probably what she'll do. She inserted herself in the men's Royal Rumble because, ooh, she can <laughs> <laughs> Take that briefcase. <laughs> Ooh, I lost the women's Royal Rumble. Let me get the men's one. <laughs> women's ladder match participants were Dana Brooke, Asuka, Nia Jax, Shannon Baszler, Lacey Evans, and Carmella. Oh, I'm taking uh, Nia Jax on this one, um... unfortunately. If he were like another cute uh, ring attire, I'm going to go with Lacey Evans. Oh, God. I like her style. I bet you do. I bet you like the <laughs> sassy southern male. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> well, I already picked Shayna's. So let's go. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. So that's a big chain yep. This is a, literally the only two that I can see winning this ladder match is Nia or Shayna. I mean, Asuka right, is a possibility as well, but Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, and Carmella, no. Oh, man. I don't know. I think Nia is a huge favorite, just the way they've been building her up since she's come back. You know? Especially if they're announcing that Becky's going to face, is going to confront the Money in the Bank winner. So, I think it's going to be Nia. They already got the built-in feud with Nia busting Becky's face. They never got to do anything with it because Nia went out yep. for her knee surgery. So, yeah. All right, so that's going to wrap up our Get in the Ring segment. We're going to take a quick break here. Um, We'll be back with our weekly trivia, the week two fantasy bookings, and our uh, theme of the week. So stay tuned. We will be right back. Yeah, I read about your podcast, um, the Wrestle Getting podcast, and... 
I wish you guys the best of luck, and I, if you guys have been born strong, I've been, I hope you guys go strong even further, like even longer in this lifetime, you know? I want you guys to have the best of everything, so know that I'm proud, and I'm sending lots of love to you, um, Chris, Lucky Matthews, Garrett, Dean, and Tennessee Jesus Carl Cross, Carl Crossland. <laughs> Sending love to you guys, alright? <laughs>quick little break there uh let's get into uh, weekly trivia we can want to run down the trivia why not all right all right last week's question was in wcw this yeah. wrestler debuted cool. under a mask was called the war machine who was he and if your guess was big bubba rogers big boss man himself Give yourself that good old Barry Horowitz pat on the back because you would be correct. But I know you're cheating ass. Looked it up. So, next question. <laughs> All right. Uh, this week's trivia question is a true or false question. <laughs> and it says, as I read it, uh, BC was intended to be a duo instead of a faction. Is is okay. It's PC just, meaning oh, bullet club. Oh, what? <laughs> BC before. <laughs> before Christ was intended to be a duo instead of a faction. Before Christ. <laughs> I trying to make sure that was the whole the whole question. I see more shit to it, but I'm reading. Okay, I'm good. That's the question. The Bullet Club was intended to be a duo instead of a faction. Yes. True or false? If you think you know the answer, uh, you know, put those answers on any of our social media uh, with uh, the hashtag uh, uh, something to do with episode 41 or 42, whatever episode this is. That episode. 41. And then you can send us an email at askwrestlegaddens.gmail.com. And we probably will answer it, but we'll tell you if you're right. If you're wrong, we'll tell you you're a fucking moron. You could have looked it up on Google. That's what they make that shit for. But yeah. Good shit. That's some, that's some, that's some good <laughs> shit right there. <laughs> All right. All right, so was quickly become one of my other favorite segments that we've done on the show, the fantasy bookings. Yeah, and here we go. Week two. Yeah. Week two, month two, week two. Raw and SmackDown. Uh, Oh, so uh, start of the show. Uh, What you got, uh, G Money? First match. uh, What you got? Show promo or whatever. uh, Runs down Cody, calling him a bitch. And Cody said, comes out and says he ain't no bitch and that he wants a match with him at the pay-per-view. And Rollins says that whoever wins this this tag match later in the night picks their stipulation at the pay-per-view. 
yeah, nobody's being a bitch. And then we open the show with a tag title match, Street Profits versus Carl's <laughs> favorite tag team, the Gorgeous Gods. And the Gorgeous Gods win after a beauty shot from Tyler Breeze. Bam. I said it. <laughs> All right. So Raw opens up. AJ Styles in the ring, flanked by the Bullet Club members. AJ announces He's given the task to announce that the next pay per view for Raw, or the next pay per view, <laughs> will feature a Money in the Bank ladder match. Winner will get a winner will have a shot at the Raw WWE Championship. Oh, and AJ announces that he's the first entrant into the Money in the Bank ladder match. Then our first matchup of the show is Mia Yim. Taking on Hikaru Shida, with Shida picking up the win uh, over Mia Yim. All right. I got one. I got one. I did it. I did it. All right. You got one. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. (laughs) Uh, So, my uh, second match of the night is uh, the start of my IC tourney. Which sees uh, Mustafa Ali versus Ricky Starks, with Mustafa Ali picking up a win over Ricky Starks with a 450. Snoogans. Snoogans. My uh, next matchup, Monday Night Raw, is the Revival, which I might have to change your name to the Revolt. Uh, taking on the Good Brothers, Gallows and Anderson. Uh, Gallows and Anderson pick up the win after hitting the Magic Killer. I guess. Carl's thinking. Off, like, I don't know what Carl's doing, man. He's like thinking, think thinking, thinking. Yeah. That's what happened. Oh, we lost Carl. Yeah, I mean, it's what happened. His sex doll is like taking up all the bandwidth on his wife. He's a robot instead. Oh, my Lord. We're here, man. We need you to tell us who, who wins. I like, how I, get, I like how I get to the segment where I, I'm most important. <laughs> we have to like wait around for you. Yeah, it happens. Um, who, who was in your match, Chris? <laughs> okay. Who was, was all the revival taking on Gallows and Anderson? Anderson the Gallows uh, one Mustafa with Mustafa Ali play. versus Ricky Starks. Mustafa Ali beat Ricky Starks. Uh, I'm going to go with Chris because I don't like uh, Ricky Starks or Mustafa Ali. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, man. My match three right, is here, what you got? Alexa Bliss 
versus Lita with Bliss hitting Lita with Twisted Bliss for the win. All right. My next matchup is a singles match pairing the outlandish Zicky Dice against Luchasaurus. Oh, man. Uh, Luchasaurus yeah, picks yeah. up the win with the tail whip. Um, I'm a big fan of thongs. <laughs> I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Alexa Bliss Lita on that one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you ready for this, Chris? <laughs> All right, so after okay. the Alexa Bliss match, we head backstage with Kayla Braxton. That's right. She's on my show. Deal with it. She's with Shelton Benjamin talking about his qualifying match against Dolph Ziggler next, saying he knows him really well, and he if he's going to get overlooked, he's got another thing coming because he ain't getting overlooked, which leads into my next match, which is Shelton Benjamin versus Dolph Ziggler in the second IC tourney <laughs> match with Shelton Benjamin picking up the win. He hit him with a pay dirt. I had to look up his finisher. That's terrible. As much <laughs> as I like Shelton Benjamin, I had to fuck. Yeah, I did. I was like, I'm like, think I'm like, what the fuck is his finisher? You had like, to look so up the like, pay dirt. Oh my god, I'm an idiot. Ugh. It is. I was quite <laughs> mad at myself, actually. Oh, man. That's terrible. <laughs> Jeez. That's terrible, terrible. All right. I'm like my next match, which is not terrible. Singles match between Orange Cassidy, the freshly squeezed one himself, taking on Cameron Grimes. Um, Grimes picking up the win with the so cave. Like, the reason why Garrett had also Shelton Benjamin finisher is because he knows I really like Shelton Benjamin, and I think that he's uh, one of like more underrated wrestlers uh, ever. Uh, and never got his fair shot at the world title, <laughs> uh, which he could have got way back in like two thousand, what five or six, whatever it was. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Shelton Benjamin uh, just because, uh, I don't know, man, like the Orange Cassidy thing is, I don't know, I, I still ain't in, into it. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Uh, our next match <laughs> sees uh, Cesaro All right. with Sheamus at ringside versus Matt Jackson with Nick Jackson at ringside. And uh, Cesaro hit Matt Jackson neutralizer to pick up a win. All right. So I've got a uh, tag team match player with uh, Hawkins and Ryder. Uh, taking on the Lucha Bros. Uh, Lucha Bros picking up the win after uh, Pentagon locks Hawkins into um, the 
on bar submission. Uh, and I just make this note: if you're gonna be at ringside, uh, you either have to be a manager or a valet. If you're like a tag team partner, please don't come out to ringside. If you want to <laughs> interfere in the match, just come out and interfere in the match, like you're in the middle of it or something. Like nobody needs your ass out there the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh goodness gracious! <laughs> All right, <laughs> all right. Um, so my okay. sixth match of the night is my final of the IC tourney, which sees Drew Gulak versus Velveteen Dream. Gulak picks up. Gulak picks up the win with the Gulak. Ooh, Gabba Gulak! <laughs> Pretty good. Nice. All right. So we got a uh, a promo from Matt Hardy uh, talking about the events from last week. Well, of course, with the fiend leaving him laid out in a pool of his own blood. Uh, Matt is uh, coming via satellite from the Hardy compound. Um, so pretty banged up from his from the attack on by the fiend. Uh, then we go into a women's singles match. Ember Moon taking on Mercedes Martinez mm-hmm. with Ember picking up the win with the Eclipse. Mm. That's a pretty tough um, decision there. Gotta go with the sexy black girl. Or the not so sexy white guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. Uh, I, I don't know. I'll go with Garrett on this one. It's kind of a draw, so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna have a Garrett oh. get fed him a break. All right. <laughs> No, I mean, it was pretty close. It was pretty close. It wasn't a pity vote. Was like, was... That sounded like a pity vote. <laughs> pretty decent list. All right. <laughs> main event time, man. Main event. My main event. All right, Garrett. Main Rollins event time. What you and got? Nick Aldis versus Kenny Omega and Cody Rhodes. Rollins curb stomps Omega and makes the stipulation. At the pay-per-view against Cody, a Falls Count Anywhere match. Ooh. Nice. My main event is a mixed tag team match with our champions, Finn Balor and Beth Phoenix, taking on their respective number one contenders of Asuka and Randy Savage. Uh, Finn and Beth get the win uh, with a simultaneous glam slam and coup de gras. They both pin their respective number one contenders. <laughs> I hate y'all. You've had like you've had like all day to think about this. I know, and it didn't make any sense. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Um, 
I have no clue what the four is either. Oh, I do. <laughs> Not saying it. Uh, I, I think I'm gonna go Chris on this one. All right, it's fine. I mean, I won. I already won, so it didn't matter. Oh, did you? Yeah, I, I won already. What was that? Oh, you fucking. Yeah, you did. Yeah. One to one. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, I I gotta uh, one to one. I gotta start winning two. so you don't get Macho Man anymore. Even though I technically want to get rid of my legend, but that's a different story. (laughs) 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 So, just to remind everyone listening, the uh, the winner of this month's fantasy booking will get a um a uh, draft pick so they'll be able to trade out well not draft pick they'll be able to trade out one of the members on their roster for anyone actively wrestling um, or another legend whatever happens um, and the loser Wait, Carl gets if, to uh, you, replace if, their legend if you know the Carl at all choosing. it'll be some like it's redneck a, uh, hillbilly pretty, from like 1984 <laughs> Who wrestled like one time against like Jake the Snake Roberts in a like backyard brawl match or something? I don't know. <laughs> Who fuck knows? It would be a It'll be a. Just face it, you're. It'll you're, be a, you're you're getting the it'll necro be a legend, and it's gonna be awesome idol, man. So whoever. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Falk. <laughs> oh, Tony Falk. Tony Falk uh, is a legend in my book. <laughs> Goodness gracious! He opened uh, every night. <laughs> he opened every night. He's gonna uh, come with a waffle and a tire he iron. Uh, opening match, Tony Falk versus like somebody that's about to beat his ass. <laughs> Tony, hey, look. At least he can say this. He got his ass beat by like probably some of the best wrestlers to ever <laughs> wrestle in the um, in the industry. You know. Yep. I think I was reading. Uh, I think I was reading um, Shawn oh, Michaels. Uh, Shawn Michaels book, and he was talking about his stint in Nashville, uh, in Memphis or whatever, in that in that uh, promotion. It's mainly known for Memphis because Memphis was a bigger city. Um, but uh, he was talking about uh, Tony Falk was the one that told him that he needed to work on his body. So he's like, yeah, it's turning into like a, a body thing. And like the, the wrestlers with the better bodies are going to be the ones that, you know, make it big time like in WWF and stuff. And if you ever seen like Tony Falk, like he, 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 he never develops his body. <laughs> uh, that's funny. But it's just... It's just funny that you know you don't want to give Shawn Michaels that advice. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> oh shit! You know we didn't. Um, I did not. Did you guys watch? watch I never totally forgot about that. Okay. Nah, that's all good. It wasn't like next week's is the uh, the Road Warriors. Is it going to be like a rehash of the WWE documentary of the Road Warriors? Or? 
Or is it going to be on like? I I don't know. It's probably going to be more on fire. Like I, need, I saw like a quick trailer for it. Yeah, it's it had a lot like yeah. the trailer. They talked a lot about like Hawks' um drug addiction and stuff. But one thing I've learned from this is like if you're a wrestler in like the '80s and like early oh, to mid '90s, sure, sure. I mean, it was pretty much a given like, that you were doing coke. Even now, like uh, I'm not saying they're on coke or nothing, but yeah. uh, I mean, he definitely has to do some kind of like painkillers or something just to you know. Uh, walk the next day after a ladder match, you know. <laughs> oh, definitely. Oh. Especially like that one ladder match where Ryder won the yeah. IC title and Cody was like laying in a broken ladder, couldn't get out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was know, more than uh, what Tylenol was heroin, doing for him. So. I mean, you gotta do something to get through the day. So, I mean, no judgment on my end. You gotta do what you gotta do. Some of the best artists were drug addicts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, all right. So, on that note, I want to thank you all for listening to another episode of the Russell Getting Podcast. Uh, we hope to have you all back again next week for episode 42, where we will go over the results of Money in the Bank. Uh, of course, the the fallout from Raw and um, NXT, all that fun stuff. Next week's NXT, uh, like I said earlier, we got Cameron Grimes taking off to Balor, which should be a really solid the matchup. Cody or, uh, um, Archer match? I'm sure there's something going on at AEW as well. Pay-per-view. But uh, pay-per-view. NWA returns. Is that on next week? No, that's the pay-per-view. That's pay-per-view. Um, which is the 23rd. So we'll preview that one in a couple weeks. Um, we've got what, what the fuck was the name? Yep. Oh, yeah, the return of the NWA next week with Superpower. Tuesday night is finally something to look forward to again because I don't watch Impact. So. <laughs> I don't have cable. <laughs> I don't think anybody watches Impact anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I occasionally see like I mean, the little uh, like, highlight like, clips when I scroll I mean, through Facebook. Or whatever man, you want to call it. it. <laughs> uh, when it first came out, man, it was it was good. It's kind of sad to see it, you know, fall like it's it's WCW and ECW. It's funny. There's a there's somebody in Impact actually one on my uh, fantasy team booking team, but uh, I'll tell you who it is. I mean, maybe. Is it Moose? Moose. <laughs> oh, Jordan Grace. All right. Ah, uh, shit. What else? What else we got? That's pretty much it. Um, Anybody got any ideas for a theme of the week? Yeah, I got an idea. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, so back in uh, 1973... There was this wrestler <laughs> named uh, Hillbilly Joe. I want you to find his theme song. <laughs> uh, no, um, in honor of uh, everyone um, graduating, uh, let's hit them with that uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. 
<laughs> wow, yeah, pop and circumstance. I can do that. That's an easy one to find. <laughs> or I could throw in the uh, his late WCW music. What up, like, You know how like badass you have to be to come out with that fucking graduation music. Like that's like him and Ric Flair are like the true like baddest motherfuckers ever. Like with their interest music, like they come out to uh, what's it called, like Space Oddity or whatever it is, the symphony that Ric Flair comes up like. You know what I'm saying? Like 19, what, yeah. 70 something or 60 something, whenever he started wrestling. Like, yeah, I'm going to come out to this shit. <laughs> That's fucking, fucking balls right there, dude. Yep. And then, like. <laughs> that, that's the thing, though, too, with Macho Man's, with Pomp and Circumstance, if you were not, if you're a wrestling fan, if you are a wrestling fan, in the, just whatever. And you did not give out a "oh yeah" as you were walking down the aisle to get your <laughs> diploma. What the fuck uh, is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a given. That's, that's the perfect opportunity for a "oh yeah." And if you didn't take that opportunity, you are a shitty ass wrestling fan. Oh man. It could have been worse. You know, one of the guys that I graduated, his friend up there getting his, his diploma <laughs> or whatnot, and he yells out, you sexy Jew. <laughs> awesome stuff. Man. <laughs> All right. But that's going to that's gonna do it for us this week. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so we'll end you end this week with the theme of the week: Macho Man Randy Savage, pomp and circumstance, <laughs> oh, not boy. the shitty WCW. What up, Mach? Ooh, hey, we yeah. need to do a, we need to do a uh, like album, like uh, best album reviews, and go through like uh, Macho Man's like rap CD and John uh, Cena CD. Uh, I don't know, maybe one of maybe one of uh, Jimmy Hart. Like albums or something, <laughs> like just do like a wrestling music review. You just want to listen to that. That was a good that? album, oh, dude. God. You just want us to play the Adrian Street one. Transvestite with a broken nose, man. <laughs> <laughs> the classic. <laughs> 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 It was it was pretty uh, entertaining. Up, a couple no, tracks for played for I watched the uh, documentary on the network. He was a hell of a wrestler um, before his time, for sure. Don't do it. It'll be the the you'll be scarred for the rest of your life. Yeah. I, I will say though, like you, you can see like some of his mannerisms and stuff like that. Definitely. Is something and that Shawn, Goldust had Shawn taken Michael. into account, and yeah, it, it looks like he kind of modeled a lot of what he did after him. Boy. Yeah. Um, like coming and having his uh, ballet, like undressing and stuff. Good up, a sexy boy, sexy boy. Yes. The best one that did that was Dalton Castle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With the boys. That was freaking awesome. I miss the boys. Yep. 
But they got signed to NXT, yeah. so we'll see them soon. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, you used to use them as like stairs to get into the ring. <laughs> it was great. I love Dalton Castle. All right. On that note, we'll catch y'all guys next. We'll catch y'all next week. I have not been drinking tonight, by the way. I got the Sierra Mist in front of me. So I don't know why I'm stuttering. <laughs> but we'll catch you guys next week. Thank you all for listening. Again, follow us on social media, Instagram at WrestleGettingPod with two Ds, Twitter WrestleGettingPod with one D, Facebook.com backslash WrestleGettingPod. Email us at AskRussellGettin at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, concerns, hate mail, anything like that. Um, Sonny, you can contact Carl directly. His offer still stands for the $40 to lick his butthole. We still haven't heard from you yet. Yeah, Carl somebody, really wants to know what's told, going on with us. Somebody told my uh, wife, by the way, too. So <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> I'm now, uh, I'm now in uh, contact with a uh, divorce lawyer <laughs> on uh, how to <laughs> 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 Oh man. <laughs> just kidding. I told her not to oh, listen man. to the episode. Uh. <laughs> But if you know a good coke dealer, uh, <laughs> <laughs> blame my wife. <laughs> Sonny, he has raised his fees of forty five dollars. Oh yeah. Oh, all right, y'all. That's going to do it this week. We're out. Enjoy Pop and Circumstance. You, Think of the Macho Man. Think of your graduation. All that fun stuff. And all you seniors who aren't able to graduate this year, I don't know what to tell you. It's not all that great. So. Later, Marks. <laughs> <laughs>